Yeah. Competition gets soft when we breaking them off. Tell the fans back off that you want the guitars. To the chest, no rest. Tell me next to me, John. Come test, come test. Player pass me the ball. We don't run from the law. So law. Do you know what? Let's let's just start with this question, right? Did Dubois quit? Yep. Yep. 100%. Yeah, he quit. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Better question. All right. Better question. Better question. Is Daniel Dubois a quitter? When yes. he quits, though, by definition, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I think you can separate the two, but go on. Okay. Why do you feel like you can separate the two? It, what you're trying to say, like, if man quits, a number of times becomes a quitter. If he quits once, then it's just a... Similar. Is the question you're trying to ask, was it justified for him to quit? No, 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 no. It's the narrative that's going around where as soon as someone, you know, for whatever reason, right, has to quit or surrender, that they now go around calling them a quitter, saying they've got no heart, they've got no this, they've got no that. So... That's more why I asked that kind of line of questioning. Because obviously, yeah, I would, you know, if it's black and white, yeah, he quit. Um, but obviously, we know the circumstances behind that. However, I just feel, and I'll open this up to you for the rest of it, I just feel, so, you know, people look at this and they lump everyone in one category. Um, whereas I feel like in boxing, it is possible to have the fight beaten out of you have severe injuries caused on you in the process of a fight to where it is literally almost not possible to continue. Like, it just, it's not possible. So that's, that's, that's the reason for my line of questioning. Well, there's not very, it's not very often where I, I agree with you, but, you know, that's where, that's where the corner's got to save him. That, the corner should save him from making that call. He's going to go throughout his career now. Anyone that's coming to fight him, they're going to be like, put it on him. The potential is going to quit. So if the corner had pulled him out, like they should have done, because to be honest, when I was watching the fight, at least from around, I don't know, around six or seven, I was looking at him in the corner, I was thinking, this geese is breaking. It's like he's having a mental breakdown in the corner. So the corner is young. They should have they should have took charge and said, yo, come on, but we've we got to pull him out here. Because he's not even sure experience to say that he can go into those deep trenches. He hasn't, he's never had that. So they should have yeah, been... Yeah. yeah, but my thing is, though, my thing is, is that... The corner can't feel the pain he's in. So if, watching that, his eye looked mash up. But for me, I was surprised when he took that jab and then dropped down. I was like, what? But then after the fight, when he said that he was feeling that kind of nerve shoot pain down his face, I don't know what that feels like. I can only imagine how painful that must have been. And it's like, fair enough. If you're, if you're feeling that pain down your face and after the fight, obviously he's got a fractured eye socket, then you know what? If you've taken the knee, fair enough. Live to fight another day protect your eye health. I don't think the corner ref would ever step in in that moment unless the fight is literally taking heavy blow after blow and clearly completely out of the fight. He was still in the fight. I think I think he did the right thing by taking his own health into his own hands and saying, you know what? My eye's done. I'm taking the knee. They know him. They see him in training all the time. They work with him. Of course, they can't feel the pain for him, but that's part of the reason why they're there, to protect him. That's why they, they, they have the opportunity to throw the towel in. You could see from two rounds before, he couldn't see out that way. So, you know what? As a young kid, they, they should, they're, they're, at, they're at fault for that in my eyes. The, the eye was fully closed a good three or four rounds before the stoppage. And the corner should know their fighter well enough to know 
when's the right time to pull their I fight disagree. Out. I disagree with you guys, you know. I mean, in, in, in training, a fighter's going to be pushed to his limits in terms of fatigue, in terms of, you know, just carrying on when you can't fatigue-wise. But how, how, how are you ever going to replicate broken ice <laughs> training, pain from that, to where corner can know, sure. can, can know all right, it's, it's time to pull him out now. But if you're pulling, if you're fighting with one eye, right, right, and you mentioned right, he was he was he had that eye shot for like three, maybe two, three rounds, right? Yeah, he was still maybe probably the round before it was like okay, yeah, he's he's not. Eh. I noticed a couple of few rounds before that he started to blow, but I just thought that was fatigue. His eye was closed, and mm. judging by his comments after the fight, he said, "I tried to fight through it, wasn't able to in the end," which clearly meant that he was clearly fighting through it. From earlier, in which on. case, which which in that case makes it worse for me because if the, if he knows it that he's been fighting through it for three or so rounds, then his corner will have known it as well. However, no, they won't have known. However, but did he let his corner know? That's the thing. He however, exactly. I was, I was just going to say, maybe a round or two before in the corner, when I watched it back, that's when I noticed. I was like, this guy is trying to surrender, but he doesn't want to say it. His mm. corner was like you know, let's don't do this, do this, don't do this. Come on, you right? And and Dubai was kind of just like not saying anything. And I remember there's one point, the cornerman went, what was that, mate? What was that? And then the camera cut off that corner. <laughs> so it's like... He- but I think as well, because it because it was Joe Joyce, like, I don't think anybody that I know who watched the fight thought that, Yeah, because Joyce was hitting him with haymakers. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No one, I never thought Joyce was in a position to actually stop him. I thought, if anything, he was just going to completely jab him out and outpoint him. So, from that perspective, watching it, I was never concerned that the bar's going to get seriously hurt. Mm. But obviously, he, I was mash up, so he took the knee. But yeah, I agree with you, Henry. I don't think there's any way the corner would know. You can't replicate that in training. And obviously, as you've seen with all the heroes coming out on social media, there's many fighters who have fought with one eye, with even cuts, if you take out broken eye sockets. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so, this is the thing. You know, there's so many, so many heroes. Like everyone's quick to jump on Twitter, and like. There's a couple ex-boxers, Macklin. You've seen him rolling around on the floor after he had that rib shot from Golovkin. And he's like, he, well, what did I see on Twitter the other day? One guy said to him, like, Macklin was saying, I, I couldn't get up. Well, you're walking now. So surely you could have got <laughs> up. So <laughs> <laughs> but I don't really rate boxers jumping in and piling, on, piling in on someone. I feel if you're all in the profession, unless like you've disliked someone or you've got bad blood, kind of keep them comments on the load. I, I'm not a big fan of the pylon and I'm definitely not a big fan of the armchair people who've never had a fight in their life talking about they wouldn't do this and they wouldn't do that. Like you don't know. You've not been in that you've not been in that situation. You've not been in that fight. I kind of agree with you on the whole armchair thing and I, I genuinely do see that argument. Like if you haven't gone in the ring, then how can you say it? But then when you've got professional boxers or ex-professional boxers who have been in the ring, and if they're saying the same thing, like me, you, have to take, you have to take their word on it. Yeah, sorry, not to cut you. To me, it's not about being in the ring. To me, it's as specific as have you experienced that injury? Because I've seen other men who have 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 experienced superficial injuries or relative. Obviously, these are serious like cuts and stuff like that, but they're quite superficial, you know, maybe a gash on the skin or the surface. And, you know, it's caused, you know, a lot of bleeding and it looks really bad, but there's no um, internal damage. There's no broken sockets or broken bones or anything. It's just like this. And, and those people like that come in, oh, you've got to fight through it. When you haven't experienced that pain. Now, I will say, yes, it's a quit. It's a surrender, objectively. However, I can't go that next step and say, 
oh, he's 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 bottled it, he's done it in, he's he's you know he's a quitter, he's got no heart, this and that, and I think that's where, um, you know, I, I kind of stand. Well, I mean, I mean, I think I think there's a lot. There's, I think there's a case where you, you, you got to think about the fact that the people around him are have been hyping him up. Let's be honest, like Frank Warren and them guys have been hyping him up, saying he's going to be the next heavyweight champion of the world. Where's all of this stuff, right? Mo's supposed to hype him up. That's the whole point of his job. Yeah, but there's there's yeah, there's, yeah. there's a certain you know level what, to we're, it. We're, we're, you know what? We're, we're going to get onto that actually. Yeah, we're going to get onto that. But for your thoughts on the quitter, and then we'll get onto that side of it. Well, well, I mean, it's 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 a it's a quit. I mean, you know, we can only tell in his next couple of fights if, if he if he if he comes back in his next couple of fights and wins them wins them convincingly and goes on to be a world champion, then him quitting now looks good. Um, I mean, for me personally, I can't really say right now. It's 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 a it's a sort of quit that's gonna end his career or anything like that. Well, that I, feel, I, I, I feel like people are looking too much into it. He's twenty three years old. You know, he's got a, he's got a big future ahead of him. It's just how he's gonna do it psychologically. But from that night, obviously, he's a surrender. Obviously, he's a quit. It's not really yeah, much you can say about that. One one thing I want to say is you you look at certain heavyweights now. You know, you, you look at Evander and you, you look at like James Tony as well, for example, I know he's not heavyweight, but those people like they're slurring their words, they're not they're not all there properly. People are now seeing that a younger generation, they're starting to protect themselves a little bit. I don't have a problem with that. Yes, boxing is like a tough sport, but I don't think it means that you you go life and death if you don't have to. No, I don't no. see the point of it. Yeah, I mean, Margarita is a good comparison to make. Do we give Margarita credit for you know getting his eyes completely smashed in and doing it again against Quato too? Do we give do we give that credit? You know, he lost the fight. You know, do we give him more credit for getting battered and you know going a couple of rounds for getting stopped? Then you know maybe maybe stopping and he should have. Oh, Probably not the best know. example. Your hands and and try and do that to other people. And That's what I'm saying. It's not the best example. He's he's irrelevant for me. Like I understand. Paulie is Paulie is probably a better example. This point around the armchair and the Xboxes, yeah, they shouldn't be piling in on, on Daniel, especially because he's a young kid and he's been put in a position where he's never experienced what he's experienced and he, he dealt with it the only way he knew how. Bottom line is, yes, he quit. And that's why I feel the corner should have took responsibility and pulled him out of there because now he's going to get that label, rightly or wrongly, as being a quitter. And that's not because of, that's not what I say, that's not what anyone on this, on this forum says. That's what he's going to be labelled as. Anyone that comes to go fight him, they're going to think, put some pressure on, he's going to quit. That's that's the, the reality of the whole thing, to be fair. But I still don't get how the corner will know unless he's saying, like, oh, God, my eyes pain, I can't see. If he's not saying none of that, you're going to think as what we've seen with other fighters, they fight through it with one eye, they get, they get, they try and get the job done, especially when you're in the fight and on the cards, he was ahead on a couple of cards as well. So if the but corner pulled is, him, oh, they'd have been probably outraged, you know, why he's stopping the fight? But the this is not, if the fight's not giving any signs, even when he was fighting before round 10, he was I'm still in the fight. Him. He wasn't like he was oh, getting yeah. caught with mad haymakers and getting pummeled around the ring. He was still in the fight. But this is where the doctor should have come in. And this is where my criticism... Yeah, Bex's mouth is moving, but we can't hear him, so I'll carry on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think you keep getting cut off. because. <laughs> go, go on, Go on, go on, go on. We can hear you normally, but just initially, if someone else is talking, we can't hear you, but go on, Bex. Oh, yeah. All I was going to say is that I hear what Sai's saying that, you know, obviously the corner themselves aren't going to be able to feel the pain that he's feeling. But if the doctor that came into the ring and looked at it and put his hand across his eyes or said, how many fingers am I holding up on this side? And he couldn't have told him, the doctor would have stopped it because he exactly. couldn't, the eye was not open. 
couldn't see out of that eye. So really, just on that alone, whether it's broken or not, the fact that it's closed shut. Mm -hmm. should okay, so on that note, I know Hasib stood by this argument quite strongly over the years. So if the doctor hasn't checked you up, if your corner's not going to pull you out, if the ref's not going to do anything, even check it or ask the doctor to check it. You die! Is it, is, is <laughs> the fighter, does the fighter not have the right then to say, do you know what, fuck it, I can't fight through, I'm going to take a knee. In Hasib's view, he shouldn't do that. He should wait until someone else pulls him out. He should never that's take not, himself to the So is that what we're saying? That if, if, if no one else jumps in, the fighter has no right to, to, that's not to take me. That's not Some loaded questions. <laughs> not 100% accurate there. What I've said 99.9. What I've said was, and I will continue to say, is that the corner, the referee, and the doctor are all there to protect the fighter to the point where the fighter himself does not have to make that quit. That's utopia, though, Hasib. That's utopia. <laughs> that clearly does not always happen. So in the event that that doesn't happen, let's focus on what you would have to do in that situation. You've been neglected by the corner, by the ref. Yeah, I've, I've, I think it's clear. I think it's clear everybody wanted to give him every chance to win the fight. But the only reason why I'm not going to give the boy any sympathy is because he actually, you know, ironically said something about Joseph's mum being blind. And then, you know, he... <laughs> Karma comes and quick. you got your eyes closed, bro. So yeah. if, if if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about that if you're gonna say those words about someone's mum you got back it up and I think that maybe that probably is another reason why a lot of people are coming on. So I don't think that is, but that's some real that's some real shit. I don't think people yeah, that's people, fair just, people are ready to jump on anyone who, who quits, you know. But yeah, that's what, that, what, that's, that's, that's what I've seen anyway. That so. is that is some creepy stuff. To be fair, is 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 there a difference in say? And I'm not shooting for anybody. I know you're gonna think that. But when Amir quit. Right? Is is there? And I'm I listen. I'm not how, 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 how long are we into the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> One minute. Yeah, because the only reason that comes to mind that was like quite quite recent. Well, it was about a year ago, right? A year ago was quite early in three or four rounds, and he decided he didn't want it. Do we judge the same? Is it the same? Like, look, he's got a right to a, say. I think there's a slight no. difference. I think there's a slight difference, and I'll tell you why. I don't think there's any disagreement that Amir quit. Like, banner aside, it was a quit. But I think because that was at the twilight of his career and we have seen enough of him in certain fights where he has yeah, shown balls and at heart, like, you can say that he's just had enough because he's had about 10 years worth of fighting at the top level. But with Dubois... Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. It's, yeah, it's... But with same the premise, but yeah, because of the stage of their careers, yeah. it's a lot. Bro, Joyce is only 23, man. Dubois 23, it's his first big I mean, Dubois, sorry, yeah. It's his first big fight, and like, if you watch Amir against Maidana, or you watch him against any of the other fights, even when he's like hurt, he'll come back up, and he'll try Yeah, and but there's a big difference between it. hurt and having a broken eye socket, though. Like, there's a massive difference to that. Yeah, and you know, but the you stages know. in the career as well is such a big thing. Like, when you're 23, and you're trying to make a name for yourself yeah. against when you're 33 and you've pretty much done it for the best part of 15 years as a pro. Yeah. Difference. And, and, and Simon, you make a really good point. Like a lot of fighters, especially, you know, guys like Amir, who, you know, another guy, Dylan White, who, who have been not Sparko and all that kind of stuff. They're trying to compare the two. And <laughs> I've never boxed at any kind of like level, like, 
and so I can't really speak too much. But I saw an interview with Fury um, the other day. David, you made me watch it with, you know, silly, you know, with, um, <laughs> I can't remember who it was. But, oh, oh, what, you, they, they, oh yes, 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 them guys. Yeah. They're actually good. Shout out them. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they actually asked him about the Wilder fight and they talked about Wilder's power. And he said Wilder's jab was like a hammer, right? But he said that, did, that not, the knockdown blow or the almost knockout blow, did that hurt? He's like, I don't, it didn't hurt. I didn't feel it. I just woke up. And and that's the difference. Like when you're when you're conscious, you've got an injury like that, the shooting pain or whatever he's feeling. Can't compare that. When you got knocked out, or you don't feel it, you're down and you wake up, according to Fury. Do you know what I mean? So that bravado, yeah. man. I'd rather get knocked out. But the thing is, I think with, with pain as well, and I mean, this isn't me trying to sugarcoat anything, but you can make the argument that pain is subjective, right? And some people's tolerance to pain is higher is. or lower That's than very true. So Dubois may have been in a world of pain, but you can make the argument that maybe somebody with a higher threshold may not have quit at that time. It's this is the first check. this is the first gut check he's had, right? Like this is mm. yeah. in reality, this is the, the tough the, the real challenge that he's had. He hasn't had much of an amateur career. Mm. Um, so this is the, the first proper test. I personally think that yeah I, I don't think this is gonna i mean it's a, i don't think you can get mentally you can get broke mentally once and then never come back i think you can build that mentality but it's up to him if he want if he wants to do it or not i think, I think an injury like this that heavyweight is going to be tough to come back from i think as soon as he starts getting hit hard in that eye again you know doubt's going to keep creeping and he's going to be worrying about it probably keeping his guard a bit higher being a bit risk averse of his shots i don't Honestly, I don't see him coming back and reaching anything after this. I just can't see it. We've seen other fighters, and it's like this is tough. Not if he fights like that. If, if he he can't, go on, Bex. Go on, Bex. He threw all his best shots, and Joyce was just didn't even flinch. So that's demoralizing in itself. Then you got this injury on top of it, and you can't see how he just thought to himself, part of my French, but there's like, what can I do? The blueprint's there as well. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not winning. If, even though he was winning on the cars, he probably wouldn't have known that. But, you know, you've given everything you got. It's not worked. You, you're dealing with a serious injury that you yourself know. Like, I understand why he quits. I, I know all these boxers are going to say, oh, you should go out on your shield and that. But again, like Clinton says, it's all bravado. You know, like, you, there's going to come a point where you know in your own self that you can't carry on. You know that this, this pain is too much. Now, should we look at him as a quitter? Unfortunately, that's what he's going to get labelled as. I wouldn't say that he's a quitter. I would say he got an injury and couldn't continue. But unfortunately, that's that's you're in a bravado sport. You're in an alpha male sport where men are going to look at you like you're weak because you quit. Simple yeah. as. Yeah, that's 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 fair. And 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 let's let's talk about Joe Joyce, man. That was he he shot eighty percent of people up. And the, oh. and the other 20%, which I probably put myself in, were kind of indifferent, but leaning to Dubois anyway, um, but didn't completely write him off, man. What do you lot think about that performance? Like, but, but, but before, before we go on to that, I just want to say something. I just want to say something, because I think a lot of people now, after the fight, are coming out and saying it was it was maybe too early for Dubois, it was a mismatch. I don't want to hear none of that, because like you said, Henry, a couple of men, were, 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 few men were picking Joyce to win. You know, a lot of men were, were, were leaning towards the bar. And, you know, he, Joe's came through, yeah. showed his skills. 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. He, he didn't look slow on Saturday. He didn't look slow on Saturday. He looked big. Uh, every shot apart from the jab looked hey, slow to on. me. He, 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 he was strong. He had the um, jab. No, 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 no. I'm not getting carried away. He, he, <laughs> he didn't look slow. He, didn't nah, look he, was, he did look slow. slow he, he was slow. He was throwing punches about five minutes too late. He benefited from the fact that Dubois had no head movement whatsoever and he could just pop the jab out all night. What I do give him massive credit for, and I did, you know, ages ago I joked about Joyce winning. Um, it was a banter, but I changed my mind because I thought he didn't have the chin to take the bar's power. And I probably overhyped what the bar could bring to the table. And uh, yeah, Joyce, he had, he had a good chin. His recovery skills were great. He got buzzed quite a few times, but recovered well, did the smart thing, and then just stuck to the game plan of jab, jab, jab. And the bar can, he didn't have no nothing to come back with. So. Yeah, full credit from Joyce. He was tougher than I thought he was. I thought his chin would give up within a few rounds and get knocked out, um, as a few other people did as well. But yeah, all credit to him. In terms of being overly impressed, I'm not overly impressed with it, to be honest. He didn't put anything else together apart from a solid jab. But in the, the day, that's all he needs to do, wasn't it? If you're jabbing someone exactly. and you're landing every time, why that's take funny jab as well? Why take that's jabs? Funny. <laughs> yeah. His double jab is hilarious and he dummies it. He dummies it. <laughs> the, the, way it looks, it. the way it looks is funny, but... It's like he's using the side... It was effective. Like, yeah. It was effective. <laughs> it was effective, but that's the thing. It was so effective. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't even say too much about it, really. Yeah, it that's true. Effective. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I was impressed the way... Whenever Dubois wasn't trying to steamroll him, Joyce held centre of the ring. Mm. I'll, I'll, you know what? And, and you know... I, I mentioned in the group, I laughed because I remember in one of the build-ups, Hay said, oh, if he wants to be, he could be a master boxer. I was like, and he wasn't a master boxer, but he was a very competent boxer. Um, I, think, um, I think I saw this uh, I saw this tweet from uh, Dougie Fisher and it just epitomised the whole scenario for me in one tweet. He said, uh, the things that we learned about this fight is that Joyce is not as bad as we thought he was and Dubois is not as good as we thought he was. And I think that pretty much summed it up really well. Um, but you, you didn't rate Joyce at all. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> um, sometimes you have to eat humble pie, and I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to be proven wrong, and I'm happy to, to you know, admit that I was proven wrong. Um, I didn't give Joyce a single percent chance to win it. I didn't see how he could win it, but he used that jab to perfection, and um, he had a granite chin, as you said, recovered well put on a great performance. I don't think it was enough to win me over as a fan because I think I was on the other side way too much. So we still got to do a couple of things moving forward, but I'm certainly I'm certainly in a position where I can appreciate what he does a bit more. Um, and fair play to him really well, did really well. And to, and to that point about um, not being won over, and, and you made a good point. Obviously, Dubois not maybe he's not as good as we thought, and Joyce ain't as bad as we thought. But Joyce, his his last few opponents, while not any world beaters, they they should have suggested that he's not a scrub. Mm, yeah, in my view, and that's why it was quite shocking when you were just like, "Nah, he's the worst boxer ever." Dave Allen beats him, <laughs> um, you know, him Butterbean beats him. Hampton beats him. I mean, I would like to see Dylan White against um, against Joyce or even Chisora as a warm up. Like, I think like that is something that I would be very interested in. You're not tired of seeing Chisora yet. I am. (laughs) (laughs) He's the he's the official heavyweight gatekeeper for the next. So I'm okay with it. He resonates. 
He's the Sean Porter of the heavyweight division. Go on, Bert. Sean Porter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wishes. Go on, Bert. <laughs> say, she's, always, she's always does bring a level of, of entertainment. So, you know, for that reason, you, at least you're gonna get you're gonna get a half entertaining fight. You know, he's mm. not gonna sit back and play Justin. So for that reason, I do, I do agree that you know that would be a good fight for Joyce. And again, I was like a Steve, I was totally team Dubois. I thought Dubois was gonna wipe him clean out. But you know what? Yeah, Joyce has showed me it wasn't even about the boxing skill for me. That guy's got a chin. Mm. Like he everything, every every flurry that that Dubois threw at the start of most of the rounds, he just rolled that storm and just, oh, his, face, his face didn't even change. His expression didn't change or nothing. <laughs> to me, that was like, yo, this is Herman Munster in the flesh, man, because nothing is stopping this guy. So for that reason alone, I'll rate him. But boxing yeah. skill-wise, I'm still not, I'm still not sold. Still not. Well, even, even the way he was riding them shots, the skill in that, like, yeah, kind of like the way Canelo does it. Just yeah. turned his, turned his ball and then, Space was there, he just took it and he's like, okay. Takes right, the power off slightly, doesn't it? Damn amateur pedigree over there. So I'd like to know. see him beat Chisora. I think I think he beats Chisora only because I'm not sure what Chisora has for him personally. What does Chisora have for anyone now? I think Chisora would just I think Chisora would just be that entry point to the next level, whether you're looking at Dylan White or whether you're looking at Usyk in the division, it's just a nice entry-level um, you know, fight to have before you go on to those those other yeah. big fights. Because big you can't fight. just stick him in with AJ and Fury, can you? So you need to... And then you, I don't think you can really put him in with White and Usyk now either. So I think, you know, whether you're I, talking... I, I, I disagree with that. I disagree. I think you can put him in with Usyk. Based on Usyk's last performance, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can put him on white too. I, I think you can put him on with them too. I mean, you he, probably could, he, probably could, I just, he probably could, but I, I think from a promotional standpoint, I think from where he is in his career, maybe that first fight with maybe a Takam, maybe a Parker, maybe a. I wouldn't be fun, but <laughs> it, wouldn't be fun. Yeah, it right, you know what? We can speculate. How how far do you think Joyce can go? Ultimately. I reckon I reckon he get a world tire shot and get beat. I reckon he get up to yeah. <laughs> I don't think he beats That's right. The... I can get one and just get beat. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't think any not not for, not far really. I <laughs> Nah, I, I think I think we learn from Saturday, mate. You guys gonna keep shocking the world. Nah, nah, I'm on his way to undisputed unit. Yeah, whatever. Nah, to be honest, I, I think he, I think he's got enough to like. He can give anyone a a, a fight, man. Like he's, he's got this sort of skill set where it's like it's, it's just effective enough to, to do damage. I'm telling you, it, it, it just looks like it. He just looks like he's got it, and. <laughs> On any on, on a given day, he can probably get it done, but he's not going to win a chip. Though. He's not win let a me um, let me throw a spanner in the works here because if AJ um, has to drop the WBO and Usyk and Joyce are number one and number two for the WBO, and if they have to fight for a world title, I am not overly impressed with Usyk at heavyweight, and that's something which could happen. So. 
thinking about it, I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility. What I will say is Usyk at heavyweight is not for me. Not from what I've seen. Yeah, the, the Usyk fought Chisora, I think that's probably a 50-50 fight with Joyce. Yeah, yeah, I think he struggles with it, to be honest. Mm. Usyk. And that's his, I think that would be Joyce, Joyce's best and, you know, only real way of getting a world title. Yeah, fair. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we've got you know, another another British heavyweight in the mix, so or approaching the mix, so mm. um, yeah, entertaining and, and well done to Joyce. But this weekend, shout, shout out to Ollie as well. I know he's a big fan of Joe Joyce. Yeah, he was gutted, man. I do know, mate. Duck in the podcast, huh? <laughs> mm. But yeah, this Saturday, Errol Spence comes back against, obviously, Danny Garcia. So we saw what Terence Crawford had a couple of weeks ago, albeit against somewhat, somewhat faded Brook. But, yeah, Spence is in a real fight after this accident, and it's actually here. And, you know, we the obvious is, will he be all right since the accident? I'm going to... I'm I'm going to say he has no effects. And I've, I'm going to... Um, I might go on record. He might stop Danny. It's a, it's a standard... UD for Spence, a wide points decision for me. Yeah, I'm going Spence decision as well. Assuming that nothing's wrong or no effects after the accident. But yeah, yeah. for me, I Spence pretty, UD. Pretty routine, I think. Garcia's got a chin, um, no matter yeah. what we say about him. So I don't I don't see Spence stopping him. I don't think Garcia's ever been dropped, has he, in his whole career? So I don't If he does stop him, though, that's a massive not, statement. If he does it, stop Garcia, it is, that's a it is. I've thing. seen him. No, yeah. I mean, and credit to him, the way he he takes shots. He's another one with a great poker face. Mm. Um, he's, he's been rattled a couple of times, though, and I just feel like Spence is capable of breaking him down if, if, he, was, if he was what he was, personally. I'll be very I, surprised. I feel like he want to make a statement. If this, if this, if the car accident hadn't happened, I'd say Spence, easy. But I just, the way I've seen that guy fly out the car, like, I can't, Say that he's a miracle, the miracle yeah. the guy survived, yeah, proper. And when you see him now, I know he's always had that draw and he's always like saying, like, definitely dog, but like, you can, he's, I can yeah, still hear, I can hear it in him. He sounds a little bit like slow. there's a bit of a slur there, isn't and it? You don't know how that, yeah, there is, how, yeah. I think I it's the whole new because he's got that left, it's dangerous. I think it's the whole new grill. Garcia's got it's still dangerous. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, you're right. And and Garcia's motivated. And, and one thing Danny Garcia has done has has, has proved us wrong in the past. Um, you know, with well, only really with Matisse, but even yeah, you could say Wakan at the beginning as well. So, you know, and this isn't and I'm not to, Garcia fan. Yeah, and this isn't to um diminish what he can bring. I mean, it will not surprise me at all if Spence feels the effects and Garcia can beat him. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Spence. Spence is trying to make a statement, especially after Crawford and all that. I think he'll want to look. He'll want to make. A statement. I, I I think that Garcia is good enough to hang in there for twelve rounds. And and Garcia is a is a counter. He's he's a, a counter puncher first. He's got a good left hook. Mm. Um, I think Spence will try and break him down, but I think you probably realize that maybe you can't get him out of there. I think it's gonna be. Close, not that close. I think seven or five, Spence. Yeah, I think it would be wider than that. I think 
I think Spence is much better skilled. And this is on the basis that there is no real side effects after the after the crash. Um, I expect there to be a bit of ring rust, but I do expect it to be an 8-4, you know, 9-3 maybe type of fight. I don't see Garcia winning too many rounds. I don't see him massively hurting Spence, but I do see a lot of pressure from Spence throughout the whole fight, really, and just clocking up the rounds as they go on. I think it'll be fairly routine, to be honest. Well, I mean, as, as, much as, I, as much as I love to call Dana Garcia a cherry picker, you know, let, 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 got, I think he's you've got to give him credit because sort of, he, he, he's a cherry picker. Did he take this fight like, after the crash? Yeah, <laughs> that's it, man. Hey, this fight, hey, this, 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 hey, this, fight figure, this fight's been available figure. anytime Garcia's won't be here. <laughs> anytime. It's funny that if he pops up now, man's just come out a 150 mile per hour crash and hey. straight away. Do you know what I mean? Straight away. First fight. Yeah, I'm, probably I'm on the phone to Heyman the next day. Trust me, literally. While he's but in the yeah, hospital. I'm, I'm more, yeah, when he's ready, I'm, I'm ready. I'm more, I'm, I'm more with David. I actually think Garcia's going to dominate the early rounds. I think as Spence gets back into his rhythm again, he's into it. I think uh, Garcia do a good job at punching when Spence punches as well. And, you know, two in his typical, <clears throat> his typical things. And I think, yeah, I think it's, it takes Spence a few rounds to warm up. And I see him grinding, grinding that decision. I don't think I'll be very... If Spence wins by wide, like a 9-3, or stops him, I'll be very surprised and it'd be a massive statement for me. If he does stop Garcia, or completely shuts him out. I'd have him back at number one in, in the division easily because that would be a massive statement for me. You know what? The more the more we talk about this, yeah, I think as long as Spence has still got the punch resistance, the whiskers, I can't see anything that Garcia has for him. I'll be honest. He hasn't got that kind of consistent pressure like Porter. The volume. Not, he's happen. not necessarily, yeah, got the ability to like outbox him for some rounds like Brooke did. But obviously Garcia's time in and obviously he's like the sum, a summer parts kind of guy. Um, mm. And yeah, I think, yeah, it will just, it will come down to who can take the other punches better, I think. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going, I'm going on a limb for, for Spencer. The thing, was, the thing, the thing with, which makes it slightly intriguing, yeah. and I don't want to say it, it is, actually is the car crash because the, the way he came out of it, you just don't know how he's going to be able to react with the, with the punch resistance. Like if his punch resistance is shot, then if you can imagine him drop it after a left hook, like it's intriguing. I would have mm. thought that, that that would have been telling in sparring at least. Though I would have thought that you know they would have brought in some decent sparring to at least give him a, a bit of a gut check and see how he's recovered from that that, that um, accident. Because it's not like they're just throwing him in with Garcia and he's never been in the ring since he's at car crash. He's got to got to be done some rounds and know how he's going to react to these punches. So. It was mm. that that I don't think they would have put him in, even though Garcia may be viewed as like the easier opponent to, to ease him back in. Although I don't think so. I think that's a, a real statement in itself that he wants to fight Garcia. Yeah. So mm. I, I don't I don't think that I don't think the car crash is gonna be gonna be a massive issue. I just think it's just gonna be um how he deals with with Danny's Danny's counter punching, and I, I think Spence does everything well. I, I don't think there's anything particular about him that's overtly good. I just think he does everything really good. So mm. yeah. I think, I, think he, I would lean to a UD. I don't think it'll be wide. I think Danny will have some success in the fight, but you know, Spence is Spence is the the elite in that division. It's only him and Crawford for me that are, that are top mm. of that. I think yeah, and good. you make a good point. And more I think about it. Oh yeah, so I was just going to say the, the more I think about it. <laughs> 
Danny's best chance is probably Spets's only flaw, and that's you can catch him as he's punching, as Simon mentioned. That's it. Yeah. He can't outbox Spence. He can't outbrawl Spence. So, yeah, it, that makes it intriguing, to be fair. But, yeah, go on, Clint. No, no, I, you said uh, only them two are elite. I said, and Porter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how does the same perceive hate Sean Porter? Because I don't Brooke, hate him. I just because Cal Brook beat him. Yeah. I, just don't, I don't. I don't uh, why would why would I have anything about Sean Porter from before Brook beat him? He's calling him the world weight Mike Tyson. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. You I wasn't. was. Yes, you were. I wasn't. I was. I was not. I just don't. The thing is, like, he's just, he's beaten nobody of note in the way. He's just literally beat nobody. Of he beat Danny Garcia. He beat Garcia. Yeah. Come on. He got, Knocked he, got out he got robbed of the Ugas fight. Um, he robbed Ugas of a win. Even. That wasn't a robbery. He, he took he took Spence well, he very dropped, close. He lost the fight, Definitely lost the fight. He was a problem for Spence. He'd been a problem for everyone he's fought. Yeah, Literally. Exactly. He has. That, that, uh, he's that, also that, lost every big fight he's been in. That, Apart sure. from Garcia. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Garcia was all right a few years ago, but he's... Uh, mm. What do you lot think about the exhibitions then? We'll start with Tyson Jones. Did, did you lot did you lot watch that? It was that? fun. Or, or is it more about Snoop? I was fun. <laughs> Snoop's commentary was the oh, best. Oh, loud! <laughs> that was hilarious, man. They should, they should get Snoop on there more often, man. At least just for a bit of comedy. Yeah. 100%. Man. No, you like two uncles at a barbecue. <laughs> the fight, the fight. I thought the fight. I thought the fight was fun. I think for what it was. If you take it for what it was, it was a huge success. I think if you're a serious boxing fan and you were looking at that fight as a serious boxing event, you're going to be disappointed. But if you take it for what it was, which was a fun exhibition, raising money for charity and keeping two old guys somewhat fit, then it was a good event. It was a good experience. And I think there is a niche. I mean, we, we discussed this briefly earlier, but I think there is a niche in this Masters League of Boxing type of scenario where you have, you know, old timers coming in, making an appearance and raising money for a bit of charity. You know, whether it's Evander Holyfield, whether it's Tyson, whether it's, you know, whoever, you know, if, uh, if you want to come back, I would rather see something like this happen than old timers getting the itch and saying they want a world title shot and then getting sparked out. You know, I'd much rather these kind of exhibition fights than than something, you know, like something like that. That's really good, to be honest, considering he hasn't been in the ring for however many years. Like, I, I was more impressed with him because Jones being the fact that he's, he's, he's fought as recent as, what, three years ago, you know, like Tyson was just, just him and, and you can see that Jones was like he was feeling them shots and he was like, Yo, I don't really want to take too much of this. So I want to <laughs> he, said, he said that. He said that. Well, I, I, I thought Tyson looked, looked obviously he's not gonna come back and do anything. He's, he's gonna be staying in the realms of an exhibition. But in, in that sense, I mean I'm a boxing fan. I didn't take it as gonna be a serious fight. I was disappointed when I heard the rules. I was like, Hey, how are you gonna have no knockouts or anything like that? But in the end, it, it was it exceeded because my expectations were dropped from hearing those those rules. Mm. So for that, I, I enjoyed it as, as for what it was and the highlight of the night 
unfortunately was one of my favourite basketball players getting slept. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, the, the only thing I'm going to say about the, the Tyson and uh, John uh, fight is I'm glad, obviously, they, you know, they, they, they talk about the rules. The, the fact is, it's not, if, if Tyson wanted to, to try and clock, well, you, you can't stop that, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just glad that none of them got dropped or, or stopped or knocked out cold. I'm glad that didn't happen. I'm just, especially after, I don't, let's not even go into that, bro. You know what I mean? Like, don't even go for that. Oh my god! Um, everyone, dis- everyone disowned him after that, innit? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Listen, I'm, I'm, you know what? That that was that was a bit of a madness. But one thing that I hope people can realize, yeah, doesn't matter if you're black, doesn't matter if you play in the NBA. That don't mean you can get in the ring and fight someone with training. Especially mm. not with your chin in the air like that. Oh <laughs> I, I see people on Facebook like, oh, he let the NBA down. He's an athlete. How can he do that? Oh, my Nothing God. to do with boxing. Nothing. You can't play you boxing. People, can't see, play boxing. people see it on TV, man, and they think it's easy. That's why. You can't play boxing. It's that simple. It's the hurt business. <laughs> That's the thing. He probably saw this. He probably saw the kid as some YouTuber or whatever. You know, he's going there and beat him up, bang him out. He's tougher, you know. You might, in a street fight, he might be tougher. But when it comes to boxing, the kid's been training for a while now. Probably mm. got some good sparring in with some ex-pros and that. Like, he's going to rock in the ring. Jump. Yeah, you know I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It's ridiculous if you can do that. He's a slugger, isn't he? I saw some um, some clips on Instagram and he's like, they're showing all the clips of him knocking out these sparring partners. They don't look like boxers, to be honest. They just look like people that they're put in the ring. But he's just knocking yeah. them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably, and if, you couldn't get no, no, no good training. Nothing. Yeah, well, and, 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 and that's the problem. And and that's the problem. You, you you step into the ring. You don't you don't get a proper training team. You don't get anyone expert in there in your corner training or anything like that. And you just just think you're just gonna walk in there and and not do that. Coming back to Clint's point there, you, you know you you've got Instagram videos of him knocking people out. But the thing is. He probably didn't have any training when it came to blocking a punch. Because if your chin is wide up in the air and you Who's can't this? block a shot, you're getting knocked out. No, no, no. I was saying that Jake Paul I'm, I'm not, people, Jake Paul. not um Nate, Jake Paul. He was um uh, he was the one knocking. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well fair enough. Even even anyway, anyway, even if it was Paul, but the thing is, uh, you know, you got knocked out in a way where you fell flat on your face. And if you're getting knocked out like that, it's probably because you don't know how to block a punch. And well, he had no clue, did he? He was done. He was done. He was done after the first knockdown. You could all see that. Yeah, yeah it wasn't the fight. It was. Yeah, it was so yeah. He, it was he got up and then started trying to swing haymakers and just literally just got pummeled. Like in that situation, anyone with half a bit of experience to know, you know, you tie up, slow the fight down, get your head straight before you start coming with haymakers. He ran straight in. Probably like you saw Red Mist thinking, oh my God, I've been dropped by this guy. I'm not having it. Boom, clocked again. Good yeah, night. You know, you, know, you know, we can laugh about it now. We can laugh about it now. But when I was watching it, because I watched, I stayed up and watched it live, right? It was it was uncomfortable to watch. It was uncomfortable to watch someone who stepping in the ring, has no skill, no nothing, no no know-how. And just just like Henry said, chin in the air, just just gone home and just get put to sleep. It's, it's embarrassing. Does the dog's uh, singing not help with the uncomfortableness? His own problem. Like, he wanted to go to Tyson's like, card. I love Nate. Like, he's one of my favourite ballers, but you took pass and went in that ring to go and fight next to him. Yeah, with no training 
and that's the result. So I hope that's a message to anybody who thinks that they can just lace up the gloves and jump in the ring and try and do something. Whether it's an exhibition, yeah. stay in your lane. Your lane's yeah. basketball. It ain't boxing. Leave it alone, Agreed. bro. Agreed. I don't, I, don't, I don't care if you're black, if you're in the NBA. And with Nate Robertson, he's super athletic. So he's actually good at like NFL and all other sports that you play. Boxing's a different thing, man. Like I mentioned earlier, in boxing, a lot of knockouts happen because you're not in enough great enough condition or you're knackered. Mm. That's what happens. Forget forget throwing punches and dodging and all that fight nice stuff. Once you're tired, you're a sitting duck. Like, so yeah, mm. I hope that's a lesson for him and everyone else who's like, even everyone else who's laughing at him. Like, that will happen to you if you decide to just step in, step in the ring um, without any any kind of training, unless you've got like some joy, 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 joy chip. It's how he got knocked out on his face. That's what's funny. It's like the meme, <laughs> the meme that's been going around for that guy is unbelievable. And like his dog singing. <laughs> it's cruel. It's, it's not relentless. Hey, now you you're, you're on the picture for bags of weed and all sorts, man. That's <laughs> I saw that today. It's like the, the night night strain. And then on top of that, you got Snoop Dogg singing over it as well. It just made it amazing. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, I guess that's probably the last time. But Jake Paul now, everyone's calling him out. Tarver called him out. He's pissed. Yeah, I saw that. Tarver was pissed. Who? Are, but Jake Paul wants to fight McGregor, didn't he? So yeah, that's good. <clears throat> but anyway, what we'll do, we'll, we'll wrap up there for this week. We'll um, we'll, we'll reconvene to to recap the Spence Garcia. Obviously, I've gone out I've been on a bit of a limb. I didn't really need to, but hope, hopefully we, we enjoyed that. <laughs> but we'll catch you all next time. Peace, Peace out.